14 past 4 and you are welcome to the auto show motoring education for your trouble-free motoring experience today i have chris kusi and jacob mensa of brian's toyota and we're going to talk about salvage cars salvage cars or salvage import cars are cars purchased either from local or international auction houses salvage cars can be accident cars flooded cars or cars that have a mileage threshold that makes them financially unworthy stay tuned as um to the show and you have jacob and chris help us with um enriching ourselves with knowledge that will help us when we have to deal with these cars well you knew all along that your dad was getting wise to you <laughs> Charlie, check this. Get it, Philo. The sound of this engine. Music to my ears. I tell you. <laughs> but you check your engine oil. Uh, I wish they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember. Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20. It ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. Mm. The Quartz Nation movement took. Mr. Money, Rogozo, and Bobo Nyele all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. What? Massa, straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Can you touch this? Well, you knew all along that your dad was Welcome back. Um, today we are talking salvage cars. Please send your questions ahead um, to our WhatsApp line 054-998-6996 or you can email us total.autoshow at gmail.com. Chris and Jacob, you're welcome to the Thank show. You. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yes. Um, I mean, um, Chris, 
and Jacob, you are you are not new to the show now. <laughs> you are family. <laughs> okay, so um, salvage cars. I mean, your general impressions on salvage cars, Jacob. General impressions. Yes. Uh, well, salvage car. My impression is that it it's both side can be good, can be bad, depending on uh, where you look at it from. So they are not generally not bad. They serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. They have their, they also have their role to serve a purpose because the price and nothing that we're going to go into. So salvage cars, uh, they are good. They are good once you know how to do it and do it well. Once you know what what, what you are looking for, exactly. they are good because they, they fill a gap. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can take all that chunk of money to buy something, it's but the salvage the price are a little better. So so salvage cars once you know what to do. Well, <laughs> Chris, <laughs> I don't know about good. Yes. Okay. I would say salvage cars are convenient. Okay. Okay. Um, in an ideal situation, most people would want to own a brand, a new, brand new car. car. Um, it's unfortunate that it's not everyone that can afford a brand new car. So mm-hmm. they go with what is financially convenient. convenient. So I'll say salvage cars are convenient. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, so um, these um, salvage cars, um, what we find in Ghana, um, which countries do they usually come from, Chris? Um, in the last few years, America has been the um, the place, mm-hmm. uh, simply because uh, in America they have certain automotive laws that uh, that would easily classify a car as salvage when it when certain things happen to the car so for instance if an airbag deploys in the car mm-hmm. it is seen as um, an insurance write-off mm-hmm. okay um, if there is a flooding on the car if there's water above the half mark point of the wheel is considered as an insurance write-off, write-off. so uh, depending on, on on the country where it's coming from the out there are laws would dictate what makes it uh, a write-off or not. Okay, so it means that most salvage cars come from insurance write-offs? Um, mostly. Mostly, okay. Do we have some coming from other means? Yes, yes, in Europe, uh, and I'm sure in the Middle East, uh, from Asia as well. They might have different reasons why they classify cars as salvage. Yes, they would. Okay, good. Yeah, maybe, maybe just to add to that, mm-hmm. as I said, insurance, they look at the cost of repairing the car, mm-hmm. if it's above the fair uh, market value, mm-hmm. they, they can talk about it like that. Okay. Even stolen cars can be salvaged. Yes. The car is stolen, within three weeks to maybe 30 days, they haven't found it. The insurance can pay it off. When they find it, they when can salvage they, they it. Uh, they they can can so, it. So, as you rightly said, there are other, other reasons why the insurance and other things, other people classify it as salvage. Okay, so uh, my, my, my next question is, are salvage cars worth the money? Hmm. Yes and no. Yeah. Yes and That's no. Right. That's okay, so right. so what will make it financially viable? Um, every car is is built differently. Mm-hmm. So uh, a car could be very expensive to build. Another car will be cheap to build. So the parts required to repair the car may be cheaper or more expensive. Mm-hmm. And again, we should also bear in mind that anytime you decide to to buy parts for a car. Um, parts actually cost more than the total sum of the vehicle itself. So, for instance, if you wanted to build a car out of just parts, parts. it would cost you about four times the cost of 
buying, buying an a actual complete a, a complete car. So it, it it depends on what the car is made of, what type of damage is on the car, if it's electrical, if it's mechanical, if it's uh, cosmetic. So it, it it varies. It's a very broad question. So it it depends on the condition of the salvage. Oh, okay. Yeah, it depends on the condition of the salvage. Uh, the, there's also a way of also looking at it. If you can uh, look at the car as has been served, the price of it, and then put in other prices, like in case you want to buy, you want to import, uh, import it, you want to put in a ship, a, a fleet, clear and everything, and even the cost of the spare parts is the same, and it will come to about 60 or 70% of a similar car which is on the road, then you are ready to go. But most of the time, it's very difficult to make this. <laughs> calculations when you are fine. It oh. is especially when you're not there yeah. with technical knowledge, knowledge. Inspect, the inspect the vehicle. And even even those with technical knowledge, mm -hmm. it's not everything that you'd, you'd see, see. Okay. at the time of inspection. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> if you are lucky, you may have probably, maybe have let's say, just maybe a bumper or something. Mm -hmm. But as you said, tanker eyes, you are not, even if you are there, <laughs> <laughs> you are likely to miss. Okay, so, <laughs> so that leads me to the next question. Okay. If I'm a prospective salvage import car buyer, I mean, that is when I want to buy it from outside, what are some of the things, what are the things that we go through, Jacob? What, what, what are the processes? What, what is the, the normal way people do it and what should be the, the right way? Well, uh, I think if you want to do, like you rightly said, you need to be able to do what you call pre-inspection. Mm -hmm. You want to look at the car and then assess the kind of even accident or why the car has been salvaged, the reasons. In case, let's assume it's an accidental car. Mm -hmm. Then if the frame is affected, it's a no-go area. So once you're able to do that pre-inspection, then you factor in the cost of the car as it is. And if you want to, if you want to repair it, how much is going to cost you to repair? If you are going to import it to Ghana, you are going to ship it down. How much is it going to cost you to ship it? And then when it arrives at the port, what person are going to go to declare? You should be able to quantify all these things. And then also have an idea about what and what needs to be done before you can put the car on the road. Because remember, when the car has a survey title, it's not roadworthy. You're not supposed to put it on the road. Mm -hmm. So if you want to bring it back to a road, maybe our, our laws are a little uh, laughs here. You should be able to repair it and then go through a test before you can actually qualify the car to be in the road. So the pre-inspection is very, very key. Good. You are not there, just don't look at the picture alone. Even if you are supposed to look at the picture, get somebody who is a technical man to be able to help. Because sometimes from the picture, you can have a fair idea. Mm -hmm. But even that is still risky because you are not there. Even if you are there, you can miss certain things. So it means that if you are looking at it, you shouldn't go for cars which, which are so damaged. There are also people, also sometimes even the pictures that you see, it's not, true, it's not all the 360. Mm -hmm. If you are lucky to have a world getting all the 360 picture, and then people even give you the pictures where they don't show everything. everything. So that's also very, very, very key. And then where the accident occurs, in case of accident, where it, where it, where it, okay, it occurred, it's flooded. Then the level of the flood, and the water, the water line, line mm -hmm. is very key. Okay. There are certain levels that water has gone in, sensors, uh, uh, where the uh, electrical components have been are sat in water for a long time. And then when it's flooded, it's not ordinary water. And that water is going through, has a lot of things, debris, in de it. debris in it. So you look at that one. Okay. Then also, who is, even when you have bought it, do you have the people to even repair it for you? Mm -hmm. 
That's also another key factor you put in. And also insurance. Yes, easy. Some countries, when the car is savage, it will be very difficult for you to get insurance to cover it. Even when you are finished repairing it, it will be very tough. So I think my brother will cut. You see, um, and also like you're saying, a technical inspection is is ever so important. I can't just, I I can't stress that enough. Mm -hmm. You'd see a car with frontal damage. Okay, it's on the internet. And then uh, you realize, oh, the boot was open. But you're thinking, oh, it's just a frontal frontal damage. Mm The boot might be open, and if the boot is open, if it rains once, twice into the boot, a lot of control units are gonna going go to bad. go bad. The fuse boxes, everything would go bad mm-hmm. there. And uh, most people don't realize this, but people who put cars on the salvage market to sell, mm-hmm. they don't always show you the true, the true picture, picture of the of car. car. So if it's a frontal damage, they might replace the bonnet. Mm-hmm. You see, think, oh, it was just a small damage no, in front. No. It could have been the whole front end. They've mm-hmm. replaced the bonnet. They've replaced the fender. So it looks like it's a small damage. Mm-hmm. But once you don't inspect it and the vehicle comes in, you take the car apart, mm-hmm. then you realize like the that. true scope of the okay, damage on the vehicle. Good. Um, I know, and you also mentioned earlier, that the salvage cars, even over there, I mean, some of them are repaired and put back on the road. I just want you to um, clarify the inspection process that goes on so that we can just oppose it with what goes on here so that buyers will know what they need to do if they they buy a, a, a salvage vehicle and the proper way to get it ready for them to use in an ideal situation you would have to be there yourself to mm-hmm. see it for yourself because it's your sweat money it's mm-hmm. your personal money that's going to be spent on it yes you can hire uh, an inspection company to inspect the vehicle for you but it's always best to be there you know it's like imagine buying a house without seeing the house you may not be a technical person mm-hmm. in buildings you would um, you hire an engineer to inspect the vehicle but you also need to be there to have a feel of what you are getting mm-hmm. so ideally i would say if you can be there yourself to inspect it if you can't pay for a professional to have it inspected but even at that it's not a hundred percent because anything can happen between the time you purchase the vehicle, shipping, transit, getting here, storage. There could be more damage. And then to add to that, you are asking about the kind of inspection. You want to be sure the cars, the alignment is good. You want to be sure the 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 clearance is. Let's say if you are standing in front of the tire, the distance between the tire and then the the fender is correct. I mean, things are in right. You don't have uh, spaces where when it rains, you're going to gather water in the car. The sound, you start the engine, the engine is running fine, the suspension. You will not be able to do all those things there. It's only when it's only when it has been repaired. Then you can actually put a kind of road test or put on a test bench, check the brakes, check the, the suspension and things. Just like the normal things, we go through inspection before we get our uh, DVLA, what they call it, certificate. Then can be done. You can you can repair the car and then take it there. Overseas, sometimes sometimes some of the companies repair them as they are saying. But also there are some too that uh, even if it's repaired, it's still not be okay. Yeah. If says something which which remind me of somebody, the person got if a beautiful car. The mileage was very. That's what people should, should be very careful with cars with very low mileage. Oh, this is 2020 model, only about five fifty kilometers or five hundred kilometers on it. Yeah. Should be very careful. Beautiful car. Then he knew I bought a clean car. Mm-hmm. One day he was driving, he started leaking uh, the transmission oil. oil. So he had a chance of leaking at the car. 
No, the, it was a, it was a, a, a Highlander. Mm -hmm. The whole frame, sub frame, well, I mean, was nothing to write about. It had been involved in an accident, the base, cut and water here and there. You had to change the whole sub frame before the car. The car could work properly. And also, one more thing you could do is also take the um, VIN. the VIN number, the mm -hmm. chassis number of the vehicle. Um, Carfax. You can Carfax check it. You can there are specialist websites mm -hmm. where you can actually check the uh, history the history of the vehicle. Oh, okay. But these are all tools to help you. Mm -hmm. They are still not still not conclusive, but it would help it you give help. you a, tr yes. a better picture of Good. of the situation. Okay, so that that was the next question I was coming <laughs> to. Tools that can help us, you know, do our research work. Our research work. Because I realize that it, it's a, it's a, it, I mean, if you are spending the money, it is worth the effort for you to go into the details. And I mean, all things, I mean, they do well to do a lot of documentation about these cars. I realize that if a friend asks me to look up a certain car, then we look up the car. The car almost checked out mm. on some of these websites that we use as tools. Then I just something prompted me to just Google mm -hmm. the VIN number. Mm. So a Google search revealed that the car was involved in a much serious accident. Somebody bought it from one auction. Touched it up a little bit. Touched it up a little bit and put it back on yes, sale. it happens auctions. a lot because the people out there know very well that majority of the cars are going to be sent abroad. Uh -huh. They will never see the, 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 the buyer of the vehicle. So they'll do what it takes to get the car out of the door. Okay. So you'd find people sprucing the cars up a little bit, you know, painting it here and there, replacing certain parts if they have to, just to make the car look like it's um, it has it's had less damage yeah. than, than, than the peers. Okay. So we have a WhatsApp message, and uh, it's in line with what we just spoke about. Okay. See, um, you can also check. So um, Akosia is giving us advice. Is you can also check the chassis number. There are websites that you can visit to verify the condition of the car before you buy it. Absolutely. Thank She's you, right. Akosia. Yes. Um, what will you advise? Use a middleman. I mean, locally. Use a middleman or go through the acquisition process yourself. It's, it's hard to say. How much more information would the middleman have here? That you don't mm -hmm. have. That you don't have. And also... Can you, do you have access to an inspection company out there mm -hmm. in the country of uh, where the car is, mm -hmm. where you can have it checked? I would say if you have access to that, get a professional out there, somebody who is well reputed for inspecting vehicles to do that for you. Okay. Yeah, to add to that, as you said, somebody's well reputed because some of the inspectors are in bed in the companies exactly so you have to get somebody you can trust mm -hmm. who will not <laughs> turn a blind eye to certain things yes. but will be very who, who represent, represent your interest and make sure you are getting what you actually deserve okay all right if you just tune, if you just joined us you are tuned to the auto show and the time is 32 minutes past four um you can send your questions by our whatsapp line 054-998-6996 or you can email us total autoshow at gmail.com um, these auction auction site we just talked about these auction site um, if somebody uh, the cars that are on the market here 
if some a lot of them also um, come from these auction sites if somebody wants to go out and spend money to buy a car at a carport a local carport what are some of the things we can do in order to make an educated guess and spend our money to buy a car on the, the local market here i'd say go with a technician okay go with a technician who can see beyond the finished work because most of the cars you see on sale would have been repaired would have been painted but you should bear in mind that the the car dealer whoever is selling the car is in the in the business of making money mm -hmm. So he would want to spend as little as possible for the maximum for maximum gains. So go with somebody who knows what to look out for. Somebody who can look beyond the cosmetic repair. Who can look at the integrity of the chassis, mechanical condition of the vehicle, and be sure that you're getting what you what 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 you what you're buying. And also do your checks again. So take the VIN number, Carfax it, go on Google. Check, do the same checks you would as though the car was being bought from another country. From another country. And in addition to that, please put the car on the road. R make sure you road test the car. Some of the sellers will not allow. If you wouldn't allow, you go to another place. But make sure you put the car on the road. Okay. And then with their permission, you can even get, as you said, the technician can even raise the car up, check the chances, and check how the car drives. It's very key. I've seen somebody... Who didn't put the car on the road, bought the car, and every six months they were changing a tie. A tie. Six months, every six months every she was changing a tie. Because the car was neatly, as he said, I mean, very neatly done. The car was not tested. Alignment was bad. Bad. And then at the end of the day, because yeah. something has broken, that been worded instead of replacement. Oh, okay. So put the car on the road in oh, addition right. to that. We have a question on WhatsApp. It says, what kind of damage is acceptable? <laughs> Front or rear damage? Also, what... What's your take on flooded cars? <laughs> there isn't a general answer to this. <laughs> yes. You see, um, everything is repairable. Mm -hmm. Okay. But at what cost? At what cost? Okay. So if, for instance, you say front damage is not too good because it's in contact with the engine. What if it's a car like a Porsche? The yeah. engine is in the back. Back. You see. But it needs to be inspected. You need to inspect it, see the scope of the damage figure out what the cost of repair is. That is very important because um, a radiator on a Toyota will not be the same, same price as a Mercedes radiator. Uh -huh. So don't assume, oh, radiators cost $200. No. no. You need to understand. Some radiators have a lot of different mm -hmm. components embedded into them. That's so right. you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. So you need to do as much research as possible, as possible. on the vehicle. Which also um, includes making a parts list. Absolutely. I mean, taking the a cost. look at the car, you can't. Yes, you know, you need a, 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 a headlight, you yeah. need a bumper, you mm -hmm. need bumper support. And I, I believe that once you want to spend your money in that way, you have to put time and effort into, and you have to handle it in a very scientific but manner. It's an investment yes. that you are making. Yeah. So, as he rightly said, you should decide whether even that repair. If it is done, the car will still be safe, be to, safe drive. to drive. You should look at these, look these at as projects as yeah. opposed to I'm buying, I'm buying. No. Yes. You should always have in the back of your mind that it is a project. You will be doing some kind of work on work. it. Work which you budget for, work which you, 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 you can foresee and work which you cannot foresee mm -hmm. because you don't know. You don't know. I, I personally like the, the, the term you use. You should, you, should, you should see it as a project. Yes. Because from personal experience, I realize that even after you have purchased the car, 
even at is you you after you fix it even you realize that there are some issues here and there when you start moving that's why the post inspection mm-hmm. pre-inspection you look at it before you bought it but things are covered now you have the car you should after buying it tear it apart and be sure and when you finish the car when you put it on the road something will also come up <laughs> so if, if you don't do your chest very well you continue spending Spending, spending what you think you're saving, mm-hmm. and then the day you have lost it. Yeah, yeah. So um, we we have we, we have um, uh, someone who says, okay, going through the entire process of inspecting salvage car does not seem to be worth it from the cost and time perspective. I think it's best to rather buy a new car than go through the process of doing due diligence on a salvage vehicle. Yes, that makes sense. But that's why I said in the, in beginning, the beginning that salvage cars are, are convenient. convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's because of the money. money. Nobody would walk into a phone shop and and uh, and choose a Nokia thirty two ten over a new iPhone. Mm-hmm. Nobody would do that. Mm-hmm. It's because of money. financial constraints that would make people want to look in that direction. Okay, all right. Individuals must start their own diagnostic scanners and learn how it can be read to their own electronic verification from for you but your message is not very oh, clear no. you see having it your scanner yeah. that you have to do your own diagnosis mm-hmm. you can read it mm-hmm. but sometimes you can't even understand what you're talking about exactly. yes you can just read the quotes even sometimes the quotes can be interpreted to you mm-hmm. you still don't know what it means yes so you can have your own scanner but you still need a professional yes then to, to help then also <laughs> the scanner doesn't pick no no if you come to if you come to damage. no no it doesn't Yes. It's only electronics yes. that can give you some idea, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. My, my concern with that is, uh, yes, you could you could buy and own your scanner, right. but you could be causing more problems Thank by you. interpreting the fault incorrectly. incorrectly. It's the same reason why we don't all have stethoscopes at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're sick, we go to the doctor who knows how to use the tool. Yeah. Okay, so um, it says... Um, Evening Auto Show. Thanks for the topic today. I think the legislature in Ghana are not helping with the topic. Salvage vehicle is not for the prices of cars here in Ghana. No one will buy them. They should reduce the price of cars in Ghana so that we can afford brand new cars. That's Harry from Hacho. Well, there isn't very much you can do about the cost of cars. Mm -hmm. Cars are expensive. Okay, Outside of your house, a car is probably the, the next, next most expensive, expensive that yes. you're going yeah. to own. Yeah. So what it is is, in order to make cars more affordable, we need car financing. Mm-hmm. Okay, If we're not in the position to allow the finance house to create car financing, it will make car ownership very difficult. Mm-hmm. In Europe and America, 90% of cars are financed. Yeah. They are not bought cash and carry as we yeah. do here. The reason why people buy uh, used cars or, or salvage cars is because it is a, an, a cheaper way into car ownership, convenient. a convenient way of car ownership. Okay. All right. Um, Total Petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better engine energy solutions that bring value to its cherished customers. Introducing a new addition to the Total Quartz range, the Quartz 9000 Future GF0W20, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil specially formulated with age resistant technology for the latest generation engines that require zero w20 or a viscosity grade in its class the quartz 9000 future gf5 zero w20 reduces your fuel consumption increases your oil change interval ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness 
protects emission control system and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment. Total Quartz 9000 Future GF50W20 delivers beyond performance. Total Quartz Engine Oil keep your engine younger for longer. Yeah, we have another question on WhatsApp. Please, which sites can verify a car before buying? Kojo from La Paz. I'd say Google is your best friend. Yes. Always Google, Google first. Mm -hmm. um, but there are known websites like Carfax that you can use to check. But always start with Google. Google yes. would help you Google, out. Google, Carfax. There's also, I think the America also got some other Bureau of Insurance, something, something. Yeah. In the America, I forgot the phone name. Yeah. Auto. So Google, Google is fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. Google is fantastic. Um, okay. Right. Now, the process of buying cars. Um, there was a question on WhatsApp, mm -hmm. and people were talking about. Or the, the the questioner was was asking okay. um, the price of brand new cars mm -hmm. compared to the used cars. Um, with the these memorandum of understanding that has been signed mm -hmm. for the for the assembling of cars mm -hmm. in Ghana, how will this help? That is question number one, and I want to add something to it. Um, this week, there is this video going around on Facebook of um, a brand new um, Nissan and a, um, a, a used Nissan. A, yeah, a yeah. used and and you know the, there was an um, crash testing uh -huh. and the results. You know, so now people are saying that well, it's better to buy a used car than a brand new car produced for Africa and, and things like that. What do you say to it, Uncle Jacob? Well, to the first one, you were asking about what the don't understand about producing cars in Ghana would do. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm proud to say I was part of the team which, which uh, put together the homologation process that we've done in Ghana for the new cars. Mm -hmm. It is going to help because there are some tax exemptions and other things here. Mm -hmm. And the idea, as I understand it, is that people will shift to brand new car ownership. Because we feel that it's safer, it is uh, to the environment, it doesn't pollute much. And then uh, we, we also deserve something better. So once there are tax holidays, mm -hmm. the prices can come down. If you keep our eyes very well, the prices can come down, apart from the job creation here and there. So those cars would naturally, most of them, I'm sure, they will be, the price will be so competitive that people will prefer to buy a new cars. But as you already said, if the finance is not there, it will still be, it will still be a problem. A problem. Uh -huh. So it's it got a lot of good prospects because the cars are going to be newer because we're able to buy them. But the financing is very, 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 very important. Okay. Yeah. Just to add to what Jacob said, um, you know, new cars that are being made now are actually designed not to be assets. They are uh, disposable commodities. Consumables. They are Cars are now consumable items. Don't ever buy a brand new car and expect it to last 10 years. It won't. They're designed to be disposable. So when you read articles on the internet and you hear or you read things like European, the, 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 the EU is saying that uh, car manufacturers should build cars out of disposable materials or recyclable materials, that should tell you something. They don't need the cars to last that long because they want to, to uh, crush them, questions. recycle them, and turn them into something else. Mm -hmm. Now... In Europe and America, they know this. And for that reason, car financing is there. 
okay even with mobile phones you walk into a phone shop and with Trading. 10 pounds or 10 dollars you can buy a phone and use but out here you have to pay for the phone outright so out there cars are designed to be turned around after three years that is why the manufacturer gives you three years warranty maybe four years warranty on the car because they don't expect the car to be functioning as well after that period so for the new cars that are being are going to be made here there is a good prospect for it the only trouble is that the average Ghanaian cannot afford, afford to buy a brand new car now unless there's some form of finance yes. so until until the financing exists you there will still be a market for used cars there will still be a market for uh, salvage cars so that is is going to be there it's not yet gone at all to be there for a long time okay if you want to call us you can reach us on zero two zero two zero six three five nine eight zero two zero two zero six three five nine eight call now um uncle jacob since you you were part of the of the team mm. that uh, drew up these mm. um, um rules mm. are there some checks and balances to make sure that the quality of cars we are going to get will be on par with what we have in all the advanced countries yes there is i can say for sure because what we did we call the homologation we look at the u.s have their system mm -hmm. And then the Europeans also have their system. Mm -hmm. We look at the two, and then we actually made the selection. So the cars will be as standard. As it, 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 they are going to be within the standards, a certain standard which is set up. Okay. Because the, the, some of the documents were even sent to manufacturers in America and mm -hmm. Europe and uh, Japan and others to put, to input to bring their their their, their inputs mm -hmm. first. So there were standards there already. Mm -hmm. We only selected select what to be good for Ghana, yeah. so they they meet international standards. Okay. Those cars will pass any standard anywhere. Okay, if so they don't pass, they can also not pass here. But um, did you also consider? I mean, when you take the US, when you take Europe, they have their NCAP, NTHSB, and all those things, and they they have even independent bodies that organize crash testing, for example. Yeah. You know, even after the, the manufacturers have done their simulations and everything, they also take actual cars, they crash them frontal side and all those things, and they read them. Yes. Do we have a system to do something it's, like that? Because you, you, don't, you don't have those test equipment uh, systems here, but there are processes. Okay. The car can be tested there, and then you have the, you have the certificate to cover it. And there's something like that. I'm not here to speak to the whole thing. That's <laughs> that's I'm being a little cagey. <laughs> yeah, okay. But if you go to uh, Ghana State Authority, the document I think has been has been assented to, and it is there. If if they don't test crash all the cars, yeah. can if producing a car, one or two they test crash that they know what is happening. Mm -hmm. The rest of that produced, mm -hmm. they don't go through the same testing. Yeah. You understand? So there there are checks and balances. All the cars that come from South, South Africa, what is being done there? Most of the cars we have here, some are some in South Africa. They bring them here. What what is happening there? We can we, we can replicate them. Okay. So these things we're taking into consideration. Okay, Chris. You see, I believe that every market has its standards. Yeah. So there are some cars that can be sold in Europe that will never be sold in the US. Yes. In the US, because yeah. they don't meet the standards. Yes. There. Unfortunately for us here, our standards are quite low. low. Okay. So for instance, it's no. It's usual to see people sitting in the bucket of a pickup truck. Okay, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's allowed. No, 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 I'm not no, saying usual. it's right or it's wrong, but it's usual Mutual. to notice that. So, a car that is fitted with seats in the bucket 
might pass our standards here. No, but, but they, it will not pass the standard over there. They were taken care of. What you are doing, the Ghanaian, sorry to cut in, the Ghanaian, the Ghanaian is, is, is protected. It's protected. Because we are going to, it's assembling. Okay. We are going, we are going to uh, assemble them here. Okay. They come as, what, what Kandaka is doing? It's assembling. It's assembling. Once, there's, because the engines and things will be tested there. Yes. They have to pass the test. Mm -hmm. And they are standards. Uh, so when they are being assembled, they are being assembled according to some, uh, the, the, the standards. The after standard. you, you are supposed to talk, Starting mm -hmm. to this mm -hmm. talk, and they had a talk when they to do it. Once you have been the standard, the cars will come out right. Okay. Because don't I, forget I that you, the companies, the comp no, I didn't. The companies, I'm coming from where he's going to look at his face. <laughs> the companies have got their reputations. Imagine Toyota assembling here, yeah. VW assembling here, mm -hmm. and then and then is assembling here. They wouldn't, they wouldn't mess up their reputation. They won't. They won't. I, I, I will come back to you, but uh, Chris, uh, finish <laughs> up. Is it, it's not. It's, I, I understand what you mean by the reputation. Yeah. yeah. But again, standards are different. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> it's in the same way that you would buy, say, um, uh, soap. Okay, maybe a a, a, a a bar of Lux soap in Ghana. Mm -hmm. You go and buy the same bar of Lux soap in in South Africa. It will be different. It will be different. Okay, mm -hmm. so th th there are differences in standard so what would sell here may not sell so, there because of pricing so for instance a car that's made for the african market may have three airbags the same car made for the european air market would have 10 airbags oh so that is what i'm talking about okay. no, but, what we are, but what we're importing into the country now mm -hmm. that we are using mm -hmm. like the car we all drive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are acceptable standards everywhere. Yes, but you see, they could be the minimum, but still, they are acceptable. There are different levels. Levels, of levels I understand. Yes. So you choose what, what, what you have, what you can pay for, mm -hmm. and what you get. As you rightly said, mm -hmm. there may be the same car that I'm driving here. I may have two airbags. Someone driving the same car in Europe, you may have six or eight airbags. Mm -hmm. It pays for that. It doesn't mean that the two airbags I have is not acceptable standard. Acceptable. Because okay. it's also so what what I want to say mm -hmm. to this particular question mm -hmm. is that we should also put together our own body. Mm -hmm. Our own body. Local mm -hmm. here. We are experts. We have engineers. We have people like you. Your professors from mm -hmm. tech and other things. They are there. There are people who have experience like Chris. They are there. Mm -hmm. Let us form a body so that we too, anybody who wants to build a car here, we can pick some at random, check and test it. Yes. We might not be able to build a full testing facility, but mm -hmm. I mean, we can do a few things uh, here and there the, the to ensure. Because I'm saying this because when we take something like the diesel gate issue, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, mm -hmm. we is the whole America we're, we're yeah. talking about. Yes. They yeah. had the system, but, but somebody, somebody was fooling them, yes, you, you know. Yeah. So we should have this. Let us go to our, our, our WhatsApp. <laughs> um, somebody said, I don't think banning salvage cars is the problem. Tell our legislators to drop down the import duties much further if they want us to acquire brand new cars. And by the way, some countries accident cars way better than some countries brand new cars. It's all about the standard. This money from Tema. <laughs> Hello, please. I'd like to know which is better buying from the European market and African market in terms of price and quality. So uh, that is that is a question. You see what I was telling you about this assembly. Mm -hmm. I, I had the chance mm -hmm. of being involved in assembly of some trucks in Ghana mm -hmm. way back in I think two, 99, 2000 mm -hmm. at African Motors. Mm -hmm. You see they used the big trucks. Yes, they used the big trucks. We, we brought them knocked down from, everything was knocked down from uh, Japan. We put it together. We are about 30% cheaper than if you had imported it. Mm -hmm. And those cars are still on the road. Yeah. 
Pepsi Cola was used. So the engines and the engines are not going to be built here. All the parts are not going to be built here, right? Mm -hmm. So they they'll have some at least minimum uh, uh, in between standards will be there. So definitely because the cars we are buying on the road, they mm -hmm. cannot produce anything below what we are, we are, we are buying now. Okay. If I could go to showroom and pay, and they give me something that is now being assembled here, where the the price and then the duties and things have been dropped, then the price is likely to drop a little further. Mm -hmm. So we, after all, what uh, the, the imagine, let's say what some of the cars we are using on the road. This you, this accidental car you are repairing, yes. And I could get a, a, a brand new car, maybe top up about ten or fifteen percent of that price, and get a brand new car. You will not say the brand new car is far worse than the accidental cars you are repaired on the road. Oh, okay. So Thank so I, th I think we should have faith in ourselves. <laughs> you see, the, it's step by step. We start somewhere. Yes, yeah, So once the process is, is going, their bodies we are going to check all these things. The actually bodies will be there to be checking what they are producing. They actually be tested. There's a testing. There's a way of testing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, to be tested. All right. So, um, uh, um, a message from WhatsApp. He says, "I think Chris is right, and that's why we need a regulatory framework to raise the safety standards of vehicles. Of course, this would increase the price of um of vehicles on the market." Okay, Uncle Chris, your last word, and we'll bring a curtains down uh, on our discussion so today. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's been an interesting discussion. Everything just went like that. Yes. <laughs> well. The final thoughts would be anybody looking to buy a car should buy the best car they can afford at the time. Okay. Try not to focus on, oh, this is the latest car. This has this, this has that. No, you want something that's reliable, something that would serve you well. Because new cars, modern cars have a very short lifespan. Mm -hmm. So buy the best you can afford and one that you think would serve your purpose well. Okay, Uncle Jacob. Well, I think I'll go about the same thing. Once you are buying, like it's an investment that you are making, you must plan and then invest wisely. Don't just buy a car because everybody is buying. People buy, and then at the end of the day, it's as if they put their money in the gutter and put water on it because they bought a junk. So get people to assist you. Take your time. Go to the processor as you have advised here, and then get what will serve you for its purpose. All right. Thank you. It has been a good discussion and a lot of knowledge that we've received from these two knowledgeable gen gentlemen um it's been eddie poku on the auto show bye for now thank you thank you hey <laughs> charlie check this well you knew all along that your dad was giving lies to you <laughs> the sound of this engine Music to my ears. I tell you. <laughs> but you check your engine oil. Ah, I always they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down. Let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember Quartz 9000 Future Zero W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Oh, Quartz Future Zero W20. It ensure excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. The eh. Quartz Nation movement to Mr. Money, Rogozon, and Bobo nearly all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. What? Massa, straight to the nearest Total Filling Station. <laughs> Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Can you touch this? Well, you knew all along that your dad was getting